through certain things in our life, we praise Him because we go through certain things in our lives. And so we're thankful for that. I want to welcome our guests if we have any today. And I was looking out amongst the crowd and I don't see any guests today. But if you are guests uh, with us, uh, we uh, welcome you and uh, just make yourself at home. Uh, excited about what the Lord's going to do today. Just excited about the message. Just uh, uh, excited about what God's already doing in our lives. Uh, the, the healing that we've seen this week. The healing that we're going to see coming. The, uh, the praise reports. And, uh, and just God's just His mighty hand and working and willing in the lives of his people. It's, uh, you know, it's just a wonderful opportunity for us to get to come together. It's a, it's a privilege to pray for you. It's a privilege to pray for you. And it's also just an honor uh, to hear the praise reports and give him the honor and the glory. So we're excited about what he's going to uh, do. And so with that being said, if you have a, a prayer request, if you write it on that yellow slip in the uh, pew there, uh, these are not exploited. These are not uh, known to the church. I'll get these and and uh, really be praying fervently about uh, the situations uh, that are going on. If, uh, if you'd like to, uh, and if we don't have your email, uh, your contact, we have a, a member's contact list in the back back there. If it needs to be updated, please write your information there uh, and on this sheet, and that'll get us uh, a, a better way of getting in contact with you, getting some uh, stuff to you by mail, by email. Uh, through Facebook or either through just a phone call or a text. So, uh, also, to, so utilize this. Take advantage of this as as you, your prayer request. Also, take advantage of this. The ladies meet on Thursday nights and they have a, a fitness and and exercise and and a fellowship. And you know, I don't know about fitness and exercise. The Lord says, I wish above all that your health prosper as your soul prospers. But I also know that fellowship is a gift. It is a gift in the church. It is a gift of the Spirit. Uh, it is a gift to have fellowship. Forsake not the fellowship. Coming together, enjoying one another. Fellowship is a gift because you know as well as I do, everybody you're around you don't enjoy. Everybody that you're around you don't enjoy. But if you can come here and enjoy everybody you're around, you found something special. You found something good. So take advantage of that good thing, whether you're, you're participating, or whether you're encouraging, that's a gift as well. And just come and be a part of uh, Pine Forest on that Thursday night at six o'clock with Miss Susan, and and then just enjoy that, and and uh, uh, so got a lot of that going on as well. We will have uh, got some uh, that little piece of paper you give me in Sunday school. Uh, I got this. Okay, so son, uh, next <laughs> next uh, Saturday, this Saturday at four o'clock. For anybody who's interested, we're going to do a, a family game night. So you can come out and enjoy uh, just some finger foods, bring a finger foods, uh, bring your favorite game. But we will also have some board games and some card games and some things like that. That'll be at 4 o'clock uh, this Saturday evening. This coming up Saturday evening at the church. And kids will have some games to do and adults. All the kids will have something to do. And, and we're going to play, just enjoy one another, fellowship. There's no time. You can come and go as you please. Uh, 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 be kind. No. <laughs> be, be kind if you... Anyway, but anyway, so we, we just want to enjoy that uh, time of fellowship. We want to pour into the family and just, uh, like I said... Uh, and enjoy that fellowship and enjoy that time together. So that's again, that's next Saturday at four o'clock. This Saturday at four o'clock, everyone's welcome. Uh, it's not it's not just to the family. Invite somebody to come. Uh, how else are they going to get to know us? 
if they can't come together and be a part of it. So, so we, uh, we want to encourage them to do that. Of course, we have Sunday school at 10 with Brother Luther, and the children have Sunday school as well. Wednesday night at 6, we're going through the women of the Bible uh, and, and uh, enjoying that as well, uh, of course. And then we have preaching in children's church at 11. And also, if you're not feeling well or something or just want to uh, invite somebody to check us out, you can check us out at pineforestashville.com. They can go on and see what's happening with the church, what's going on in the church, about the church. They can listen to sermons online uh, and just kind of get a feel of the church because uh, a lot of people <laughs> want to do that. They want to know what they're getting into before they step in the door. They don't want to come into a, a, a fellowship. They want to come in and see what's kind of going on and what kind of preaching it is and what kind of atmosphere it is. So a lot of people do that as well. And also this this week is uh, uh, state missions. Is uh, Alabama State Board of Missions is the national week is week of prayer. It's the Miles Mallory uh, week of prayer. Uh, and if you want to know more about that, you can go to uh, milesmallory.org. There's some of these sheets are in your pew right or in the pew in the chair right in front of you. You can look into that. And, and, and I encourage you to take one of those home, and each day it's going to tell you uh, which way to pray. Today it's praying for the WMU, praying for, to equip and to encourage uh, disaster relief and, uh, and church planning, church revitalization. These are just some of the different ministries uh, that, that this uh, reaches. Uh, we will take up a Miles Mallory love offering uh, at the last Sunday of the month that will go to the Alabama State Board of Missions. And it just pours into the, uh, into the, I guess it's to the cooperative program, and it pours into that. Uh, uh, and we will be participating in that as a church in Pine Forest. But now, uh, kudos to Pine Forest. I just want to get this plug in for you guys that Pine Forest already gives five percent of our ties to the cooperative program. So this is not just a, a one-time love offering. Throughout the year, Pine Forest is pouring in. Uh, to church revitalization. Throughout the year, Pine Forest is pouring into disaster relief. We're pouring into the WMU. We're pouring into uh, missions, and we're pouring into church revitalization. Uh, so throughout, this is this is just a one-time love offering in the week of prayer. We're praying on those things, but thank you as a church for giving throughout the year uh, to support these different ministries. And you know what? When we sow into these, we reap into these. And uh, our church is growing and flourishing because of you know, what good stewards uh, we are with what God has provided with us. So we are thankful for that. Also, we have a card from the Armstrong family that would like to thank you and every one of you for your prayers uh, during, uh, of, of our beloved mother and grandmother, Faye Armstrong. Thank you for the beautiful flowers and also for opening your church doors and welcoming our family uh, with a warm home-cooked meal during this difficult time in our lives. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you for uh, serving uh, the Lord of uh, the Armstrong family. Now, don't let that hurt your feelings. She was your family, too. Yes. That's just the family reaching out saying thank you. So, But but uh, I know that her being a part of your family, y'all wouldn't have it any other way. I've seen it too many times in you guys, and you guys are wonderful. You guys are wonderful. Uh, so, uh, but I do want to share that, and I want to share that with you guys as well. So, so a lot going on at the church. The church is taking off real good. It's got uh, some busy stuff coming up this fall, and uh, so we'll just be praying for the church. And at this time, we'll have our ushers come forward. We'll take up our morning offering, and then we have one more announcement. Brother Chris will be starting. So. Oh, Brother Ryan, would you lead us in our offering, please? 
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for each and every one here. Pray that let's go to Jeff's next message today. Let Chris and Marie Lord say the music today, Lord. Praise the Lord. Pray that this, pray just touch everyone here, Lord. Pray that this, touch us all for Lord. So at this time, uh, I do want to uh, uh, announce today that today is Grandparents Day. So if you are a, a grandparent, I would uh, we would love for you to stand as we honor you. Amen. So as grandparents, we thank you for your commitment, your support to your grandchildren, to your children, to your families. To your families. I was up your families. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something. You you guys, you know, parents do wonders, but grandparents they, they do just marvelous things in the lives of their their grandchildren and great grandchildren. You guys pour into the lives. You guys being here today are leaving a legacy uh, that I pray that your grandchildren and your children follow. And I want to pray. I want to first. I want to give them a round of applause. And I want to. And you know what? I want to pray over over you guys. So, Father God, we thank you for these godly men and women who has endured, who has persisted, who has insisted that as for them and their house, they will serve the Lord. They stood in the gap for. They stood in the gap on behalf of the family. Through the tough times, through the hard times, but nothing compares to the joyous times that they see in the lives of their families. Children getting saved, grandchildren getting saved, children walking in the gifts and the callings of the Lord. Grandchildren expected passing the batons on that they would walk in the gifts and the callings of the Lord. And I know that there is prayers of these saints uh, that are eternal, that long after they're gone, that their children's children's children will be walking in the gifts and the callings of the Lord if you tarry that long, Lord, that they will save the community around them. But it starts first in the home. And I look out and I see faithful men and women of God. I see faithful homes in this church. I pray your blessings, your protection, your guidance, your leadership, your boldness, your courage, your confidence, your wisdom, and your understanding to flow out of them into their families. And I ask it in the name of all names that these are mighty, mighty warriors for the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you guys so much. We're not... I was sick when we 
I might have been born here. I'm not real sure. Uh, uh, Brother Otis, if you would stand up, please. As you all know, that uh, Brother Otis is a deacon here at the church. He's also a Gideon uh, in his ministry. He's also a worship leader uh, and a music minister uh, at Pine Forest. Uh, faithful, committed. He's a prayer warrior. He's a, a great example in this church and his family. And Brother Otis, I just thank you for your wisdom. Uh, as a young pastor, uh, I need people like you. I need people to hold me accountable. I need people to encourage me because I don't have it all together. And you don't have it all together, but we do. Yes, we do. And so I thank you for serving, saved at seven years old, roughly. Best you can tell. Serve the Lord all your life. Thank you. Thank you for your service to the Lord. Thank you for your service to this church. In Jesus. Miss Marie. We want to. We want to. Yeah. She's our piano player. She's the glue behind this family. She's she's an amazing woman. She's a strong woman, prayer warrior, gifted, called every week. I'm gonna. This is something nobody knows but me and her, unless she shared it. Every week we pray that through her gift the enemy is driven out of here. Amen. That there is no influence that can come through that door because of the stringed in instruments, the key instruments that come through God's gifting in her life to drive the enemy away. Ain't that what David did with Saul? That's what she's doing for you. Every week she's driving the enemy away so that we can get poured into because once we walk out those doors, he's against us. He's attacking us. Uh, but this is not about the enemy. This is about Marie. We thank you for your gifting. We thank you for your calling. And we thank you for your commitment to Pine Forest Baptist Church and the way you usher us in uh, in the presence of the Lord. And we thank you for that. You don't know. <laughs> Miss May, we thank you for your leadership, as you would. Miss May, we thank you for your leadership. We thank you for, with the Miles Mallory, with the other uh, offerings that are going together, we know that you've got a lot going on. And I'm going to tell you something, you're an inspiration. That you can walk through those things and walk through these doors and lift your hands up and say, I love you, Lord. That you can, you can be committed to some chaos and come in here and be committed to the one who's in control. Oh, it's, it's crazy love. It's crazy grace. It is crazy calling that you've got on your life. And we thank you for that commitment and that dedication that says, oh, you know what? I'm getting up anyway and I'm coming. And so that, and she's our WMU and she's our mem member and she's so much more. And we thank you, Miss May, for all that you did. Mm -hmm. Miss Joy's next. Miss Joy. I'm not standing up. Miss Joy, don't have to. I don't deserve to stand up. I'm going to tell you something now. Miss Joy is our Miss Joy is our treasure. Don't believe nothing he said. Ryan and 
Whatever her name is. Well, <laughs> this is Miss Joy. There's you are. Miss me. Miss Joy is our church clerk. Uh, she's our church secretary. She takes her minutes. She takes notice of everything. She takes notice of everybody. Sends cards. Sends care. She goes. She does. Uh, uh, she welcomes. She's loving. Uh, she's part of the financial team. She's not our treasurer. She is part of the financial team, though. And she is part of just a, a very vital part of this congregation. And this congregation will thrive without you. But with you, it thrives so much better. It and, I, and I know it's him. I know it's him. So we thank you for listening. We thank you for listening. And we thank Miss Joy for being such a part of our lives and being part of this. Miss Jean. Miss Jean is uh, on our financial team as well. Miss Jean is our fellowship director. Miss Jean is a rock solid. Miss Jean is as good as they get. Miss Jean knows when they need bereavement. She knows when they need help. She knows when they need a hand. She knows when they need a prayer. And Miss Jean, it ain't been an easy road for you either. But my goodness, have you not straightened it for the rest of us? Have you not showed us that we can go through this? Have you not showed us that we can pray through this? Have you not showed us the love of a mother? I know you have. I know you have. I've seen you sacrifice back there in that kitchen so that we can have this. I've seen you sacrifice at home so that they can have this. I see it in your life every day. And I see you bring that here. I see the sacrifice that you make for Pine Forest Baptist Church. And I thank you for it. And you've done it for many years. And thank you so much for all that you do, Miss Jean. I'm praising it for you. I, I'm just telling you what I see. I, I see him. I see him. I see him. Brother Ryan. I'm going to tell you what. Brother Ryan, you are, are a rarity. You really are. And I don't mean that in an ugly way. I don't mean that you're odd. I mean that you're a, uh, this is our treasure. This is our treasure. Uh, we trust him with our money. We trust you with all the decisions that are made financially here. We trust you with the budgets. We trust you with the spending. We trust you with, with we trust you with the finances of this church. Solely, totally. He's a trustee of this church. And but 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 that that's nothing compared. That I, I, I'm assuming Brother Ryan has been to this church all of his life. All of your life you've been committed and faithful to this church. As a young man, grew up in this church. And for 44 years, did you just celebrate? Is that right? And, and, he, and he still 
I mean, a lifelong member of this church. It's rare. It's rare. Most people give up. Most people get mad. Most people go on. But you have been committed and faithful to this church. And I'm going to tell you, people see that in you. People see that in you. So much so that they say, here, you do it. Here, you control it. No questions asked. And so, Ryan, with everything in me, I, I appreciate everything that you do. And I appreciate that everything that the Lord is going to do through you as a young man in the faith. We thank you for your commitment. And I thank you for your trustworthiness and your commitment to this church. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. I must have forgot something. I hate to do it, but I want to thank you too, Miss Susan, for your commitment to these women. I thank you. I thank you for coming together. I thank you for hearing the voice of the Lord that says, "You know what? I, I have something to offer, and I want to give it to you." And if I had to do it through giving it to them, that's what I want to do. And you and you accepted that. And I thank you because this brought these women together. Thank you. I've had a great time in there. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> began. <laughs> and it's just started. Right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We're almost done. You can go right ahead. Miss Amanda. here, but I, I just want to thank you for your encouragement, and I, I thank you for your prayers, and I thank you for what you do uh, at home and in the church, but I also thank you for, for taking these children to Children's Church, and now that's not a gift and a calling that she had, uh, that she knew she had, she was more helps in administration, uh, felt the Lord tugging, calling, didn't think she could do it, uh, tried it, and these kids are enjoying themselves, and, and, she's, uh, and we thank you for raising up her. Godly men and women, godly children of the Lord, leaders, uh, preachers, pastors, teachers, evangelists, apostles, prophets, whatever comes out of that. And, you, and, and when you turn them loose, I tell you what, if you'll do it in there, when they come back in here, we'll help you. We'll help you in here. And we'll make sure that, that, that they continue in the way. And as parents, I pray that you continue to do what she's instilling in them. You know what she's really doing? She's just capitalizing on what you're putting in them. What you're putting in them at home, she's going she's gonna to reinforce in there and reiterate. So we thank you uh, for your, your commitment to these children as well. We got the gift. No, now listen, I'm going to tell you something. As a body, as a body, we do it for you. Thank you for your, thank you for your faithfulness to come. Thank for you for your faithfulness to pray. Thank for you for your faithfulness to serve. I don't want anybody to get convicted or feel like that they didn't get to stand up and be put on the spot. Listen, you are the heartbeat of this church. All of us. All of us. There's no big eyes, little U's, as my pastor once said. Listen, we are in this thing together and we're in it to win it. We are in it to win it. So we don't need any of that. But I do want to recognize our staff 
And if you need them, or Deacons, or Luther, or Otis, uh, Chris, come to us. Let us help you. Let us help you. Let us, let us use our gift. Let us use our gift. And again, as members here, thank you so much for being a part of this. If the Lord's calling you to do something, let us know. If not, sit right here and support us and encourage us and pray for us and be a part of us because without you, we can't serve. We can't serve you. So I want to, as the congregation, I just want to say thank you for being here and thank you for being a part of Pine Park. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. When I get up in the morning and I turn my phone on, or just during the day, I get a text from both just saying that he's praying for you. Yep. That means a lot. I mean, it really does. It means a lot to me to know that I have a church family that prays for me. And I know they do because I can feel it. But, Ray Jeff, you are amazing. Well, thank you. And you are, y'all are a blessing. You and Amanda both are a blessing to me, and I appreciate it. A lot. Y'all just don't know how much I do, but I do appreciate everything that y'all do and, and all my conversations and my texts and stuff like that. I appreciate it.
I had a world praying for me. I think, I think you should know the world's praying for you and for your families. It's good to come to church and be glad you're here. Amen. Me and Jeff talked about it before. Said sometimes when uh, in past years pull up and go, here we go. You know, have to keep yourself pumped up to get in there and go, but not no more. And we all love each other. This is family. This is family. Family sticks together. All right. Let's stand. Turn to him number 33 in the red book. I shall not be moved. 33. Uh, very short. Tell somebody you love First, glory, hallelujah. I shall not be moved.
Any time that you feel like praying, any time that something is on your heart, you have the authority to come up here, come to this altar, ask any of us if you want to, to come and pray with you. Anoint you with the, with the oil. Whatever you need, Jesus will take care of it. Amen. He's in charge of the service. Amen. I won't keep you long today. Uh, we will be in Philippians chapter 1. Uh, Philippians chapter 1 today. Uh, and I can't... Uh, yeah, Philippians chapter 1, we're just going to look at that. going to introduce, get a little introduction there. And we'll get into it a little bit deeper next Sunday. Uh, as we turn to Philippians, uh, Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, we do thank you. We love you. We praise you for the things that you're doing, the things that you're going to do, Lord. We know that you can do all things, and with you, all things are made, all things exist, all things can be done, for nothing is impossible uh, with you. And, Lord, there's nothing impossible for us, for if we are in Christ Jesus, uh, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And we thank you for the uh, great exceeding riches of your promise. We thank you for the power and the purpose of your grace. We thank you for the gifts and the callings. We thank you for everything that you've equipped us to walk in. I pray that you give us boldness that you give us courage, that you give us confidence to stand up and walk in these things that you've called us to walk in so that we can change not only our families, not only our situations, not only lives, but we can change the world uh, for you and have a world that's going after the devil and have a world that is indeed running after Christ. So Lord, we just pray, uh, Lord, that it changes, that you change us first. Change us. Let us hear. Let us see. Let us feel. Let us touch. And let us taste that which the Lord wants us to have today. That which the Spirit is speaking to the church. And we ask these things. We open ourselves up. We allow you to come in and work and to will. In the name of Jesus, we pray these things. Amen. 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 And we're going to talk about the joy of prayer today. We're going to talk about just a little bit. But you know what? I can't preach this sermon that I was going to preach today. Uh, because I can't lift up all of uh, the staff at uh, Pine Forest Baptist Church without lifting up the head, the pastor of Pine Forest Baptist Church. And the pastor of Pine Forest Baptist Church is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. That's the pastor of this church. That's who is shepherding this church. And that is the one that deserves all honor, all glory, and all praise. That's the one that I can't do uh, justice to this sermon and leave him out. Uh, so we're going to talk about chapter 1 just a little bit, and it's going to be a little different. Uh, we're going to talk about prayer. We're going to talk about praise and some things. Uh, we're just going to let the Lord speak through us. Uh, i got some things. We've been talking about prayer. And Ian Bounds said this, Christ's whole life is founded in prayer, and the work his whole work was guided by prayer. There's another great prayer warrior, George Mueller, he uh, documented over 50,000 answered prayers in his life. Charles Spurgeon often, uh, when they asked how his church flourished and thrived and had so many members, uh, he, he would take that person who asked, and most of the time any visitor that would come in down to the basement to the back of the church, open a door, and into a small closet where a group was praying for the services 
throughout the whole time. And he said the whole heartbeat of this church is due to the intercessory prayer that is going on in the church. Ian Bounds also wrote that we can do anything, we can do no more about anything going on in our life until we pray about that. And then so Paul's talking here in Philippians about uh, praying for uh, people he loves, praying for those uh, that he loves. And I, I just opened with verse 1. Uh, Paul and Timothy, the servants of Jesus Christ, to the saints in Christ Jesus, which are in Philippi, uh, with the bishops and the deacons, uh, grace be unto you and peace from our God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, now, Paul is in, uh, writing this from a Roman prison. Uh, he's in a, yeah, for lack of better, never seen one, but I'll just say he's in a 10 by 10, just say he's in a 10 by 10 cell, uh, used to uh, being on missionary journeys, now he's confined to this cell, but the uh, Philippians, he'll go on to say, but you know what, I'm still free. I'm still free just because I'm in this little room. I'm still reaching lives. I'm still touching lives uh, just because I'm limited to this uh, uh, room. And I'm going to tell you this, just because you're limited to a certain area don't mean that you can't use your gift and calling. If you're using your gift and calling wherever you are, you're free. You're doing what you're called to do. Just because you found yourself in this place don't mean that it's limited God or the gift and calling on your life. Paul was very effective in this Roman, in this house of rest, in this Roman cell. Wherever he found himself, he was always effective. Now, did he pay a dear price for it? Absolutely. Did he suffer for the sake of the gospel? Absolutely. Uh, was he sold out to the gospel? Absolutely. Uh, but we do know that he was uh, in this uh, cell. And I see something very dear right here in chapter 1. It's in uh, verse 1. And it's what Otis touched on uh, just uh, a little bit. And I, I want you to see it as well. The Lord showed this to me. Uh, because much like the epistle of the Philippians was, uh, the Lord did to me the same thing that he did to Paul. I wanted to go to Hebrews all week. I wanted to go to Hebrews all week. I looked at Hebrews all week. I studied Hebrews all week. And on uh, Saturday, he said, uh, you're not going to Hebrews. You're going to Philippians. He did Paul the same way. Paul wanted to go to Asia. He wanted to go to Asia. He wanted to go to Asia. He was dead set on going to Asia. He was going to Asia. I'm going to Asia. We're going to Asia. And a vision came. And Paul said, you're not going to Asia, you're going to Macedonia, you're going to Philippi. That's where you're going. And then I read the next verse, and he preached the gospel in, in Philippi. And then so he said, Jeff, you're going to preach the gospel in Philippians. And so, yes, sir, I said, uh, yes, Lord, I said, because he's, he's no who is, he's no man, he's God. He's not a sir, he's Lord. And that's the difference. He says right here in verse 1, he says, me and Timothy are servants. And you know what a servant can do? He can go and come as he please, can't you? You can serve here just like you can serve at wherever you serve in your community, in the gyms, in the congregations, in revivals, in worship. You can serve any, any kind of way. Paul says, me and Timothy are servants of the Lord, the Most High God. We can serve anywhere. We can come and go as we please. But there's one difference in verse 2. He's my Lord. He's my Lord. So if I, though I can do all things, all things ain't lawful for me. Just because I can serve in all these areas and all, if he's your Lord and he's telling you to be here, be here. If he's your Lord and he's telling you to be there, be there because you know what? You're not your own servant, you're his servant. And you know what? He's the Lord. And the Lord is the boss. He's the one that controls the thing. He's the one that's causing the step. And so many of us serve the serve Jesus, but we don't serve the Lord. Uh, we look good here, we look good here, we do there, and we go and come as we please. Paul said, you can be a servant of God, but he's got to be your Lord. 
If you're going to be effective in this thing, you just, somebody bigger than you has got to tell you what to do and where to go and what to say because nobody knows you like he knows you. And if I'm going to be effective in ministering to you, he's going to have to tell me what's going on in you so that I can say the right thing at the right time. And the only way that he can do those things is if he's my Lord. Amen. Amen. If, if we serve the same Lord. If he can't get it through to you or to you or to you and he needs somebody, an outside force, what he's looking for, he can use anybody, but it's easier for him just to say, okay, Jeff, will you, will you go to Philippians? Paul, will you go to, will you go to Philippi and, and minister to me? I will. I want, to go to, I want to go to Asia. Yeah, but I don't want you to go to Asia. Forbidden by the Spirit. For those who are the children of God, led by the Spirit. And he went to Philippi. So, so there's a there's a there's a distinction right there that Paul and Timothy, yes, by all means, are we servants of God? Yes, we are. But you gotta put him in his place. Remember when we preached this a couple of weeks ago? I'm okay with him going to the garden and making decisions. I'm okay with him dying on the cross for me. I'm okay with him raising from the dead so that where he is, I can be. But am I okay with him sitting on the throne of my life? Am I, all, am I okay with him calling the shots in my career? Am I okay with him calling the shots in my marriage? Am I okay with him calling the shots? In, and you know what? He's doing those things. He's telling me where to work and what not to do. He's telling me how to treat. He's telling you what 63 years can do. He's telling you and he's leading you in that way so that it happens. He, he, he's, he's in charge of Grayson's diabetes. I have no control over that. He has all control over that. He's in no, and you know what? The endocrinologist is great. UAB is great. But I would rather him be in God's hands than theirs. And if that's what it takes, that's what I will for it. And I thank you for it, Lord. If that's what he's got to happen, because you know what? I understand that somebody bigger than me is controlling my life. I understand that. And I accept it. Do you? And I hope that you can accept it. I hope that you can accept that not only are you his servant, I hope you can be his servant. And when you say you got a text, it's not because I was thinking about you, it's because he's thinking about you. Amen. It's because he's thinking about you. This today is him telling you what you're doing Amen. and encouraging you to keep doing, keep going, keep up, keep running, keep running the race, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep going. Servants to the Lord. And then there's one thing else I want you to see here in verse 1. Servants of Jesus Christ to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are Philippi. The servant of God or the servant of the Lord. So in verse 1 it says, Paul and Timothy, the servants of Jesus Christ. You know what Jesus Christ is? He's the Savior of the world. He's the one that said, Father, I'll go. From the foundation of the world, he said, you know what? I'll step out. I'll wrap. I'll step out of eternity, step into time, wrap myself in flesh, come and dwell among them. They'll hate me and I'll love them. They'll spit on me and I'll, and I'll take it and I'll spit on them. Didn't he spit on you? Amen. Ask that blind man if God won't spit on you. Amen. He'll spit on you too. It's all good. He's all good. He's all good with it. It don't matter to him because he so loves you. Because he said, I will. He didn't say, I will, but I ain't anymore. He said, I will, and I'll do it anyway. 
And I stepped out, Jesus said, and I wrapped myself in flesh, and I was born of a virgin, and I grew and I waxed strong, and at 12 years old, I was putting them in their place. At 12 years old, I was in my father's house doing my father's business. At 12 years old, I was stunning the masses. At 12 years old, I was preaching messages they'd never heard before, speaking on behalf of a father that they'd never seen, a father that they'd never met. And then when I come into my element, and I come into my apostleship, and I come into my prophetship, I said, when you've seen him, you've seen me. How will we know when we've seen him? Philip, don't you know anything about me? If you've seen him, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And he steps up to his role and he takes on his command. And if Jesus did this, what we need to do, he said, You're my Lord. You're my Father. Don't must be about my Father's business. Won't you do this because I'm about my Father's business? Won't you go there because I'm about my Father's business? Don't go to Samaria. I can't help but go to Samaria. I'm about my Father's business. When God's calling you to do something, God's calling you and leading you to go somewhere, be about your father's business. Amen. Uh, he owns this business. He's in the, he's, he makes businesses. He makes your enemies be at peace with you. He gives you promotions. He gives you jobs. He makes you step into places you can never step in. And doors that you open, you know what you got to do? you got to keep them open. Doors He opens, my goodness, they can't close them. Can't a soul close them. Our soul can't kick you out of there. Loan mortgage companies can't make you leave a house he's give you. Nothing can move you. If I'm in him, if he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Amen. I shall not be moved. That's in Jesus. I'm secure and safe. And he went to the cross. And they ridiculed him. And they and they talked about him. And they beat him. And they made fun of him. And they mocked him. And they cared more about a robe than they cared about majesty. You can rip him all you want, but don't rip this. Don't rip this as precious. And he died. And he looked at it and he heard it all and he said, forgive them. This is Jesus. This is, this is Jesus Christ. Paul and Timothy, a servant of Jesus Christ, the one who came down and died for me. Amen. Amen. Praise God. The only way, the gospel, the good news. Guess what? You can have it. You can have it in Christ Jesus. You can have this in Jesus Christ. You can be saved today. No other name. No other way. Confess, believe in your heart. He died, rose again, and you shall be saved. No hell awaits you. No judgment awaits you. No condemnation awaits you. You're justified, sanctified, set apart, and you are a born-again believer in Jesus Christ, and His blood covers all unrighteousness. There's no other. I mean, you got it whooped. You got it made. Hey, you got it made. Sing all you want. You got it made. Gideon all you want. You got it made. Preach all you want till you can. You got it made. Teach Sunday school. You he deserves it. You got it made. Take care of the finances. Take care of the secretary. Pick up the mail. He's worth it. He's worth it. Amen. Paul and Timothy, Jeff and Honest, Jeff and Chris, Chris and Luther, servants of Jesus Christ because we're saved. But, but, there's more. There's more. There's more than the cross. There's more than the tomb. What did he tell Mary? If you let me go, I will. If you'll let me 
go, I'll let you go. If you'll let me go be, I'll let you go be. But if you won't let me go and be, your Lord, I can't let you go and be who I've called you to be. So anyway, so we said that. Now, Jesus Christ, servants of Jesus Christ, my salvation. Praise God. Praise God I'm saved. And I hope if you can say that today. If you can't say that you're saved today, the altar is open. I pray that you stand up right now. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no condemnation. Give your life to the Lord because this next part makes it well worth it. This next part I'm going to tell you about is what we do. Hey, I'm going to tell you too, nobody in here is ashamed. Nobody's going to mock you. Nobody's going to be embarrassed. We're going to help you. We need you. He wants you. We need you. He loves you. We like you. It's the way it is. Come be a part. Amen. So, Paul and Timothy, servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints. Now, it changes to all the saints in Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ is my Savior. Jesus is the one born to Mary, the Son of God, who took on flesh and died in my praise place. You know who Christ is? He's the anointing. He's the anointed one. He's the Messiah. He's the power behind this thing. He's the one that could do it. Where Christ was weak in the garden, the anointing came in and said, yeah, but you can't. You got to. The Christ, Jesus was three times praying, but the anointing said there's no other way. So you got Jesus Christ as your salvation. Now he says something different. He turns it around in Christ. So if you were in Jesus, you were in salvation. That's the man that is in salvation. And he stopped. But if you're in Christ Jesus, now you're the man who's in the anointing. You're walking in an anointing. You're, this is the imitation of what's really happening. You're walking in something greater than of yourself. You're walking in some things that you can't explain. You're walking in some things that they can't explain. You're walking in some baptisms, some gifts of the spirits, uh, well, however you believe, healings, tongues, gifts, whatever you're, uh, He calls you to do. You're walking in Christ Jesus now. So many people are walking in their salvation and they're not walking in their anointing. They're not walking in power. They're walking in suffering and they're walking in shame. Paul said, He has not called you under this suffering. He's called you into Christ Jesus. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. That everybody who is in Christ Jesus, greater is He who is in Christ Jesus than Him in the world. He's never called you to be in Jesus. He's called you to be in Christ. Amen. And Christ is the one who can anoint you, empowers you, gives you, and calls you to make all things work together for good. And makes this thing happen. What you see in this church fitly formed together is not Jesus, it's Christ. Amen. In Christ the church is formed. In Christ no devil and hell can come against. In Christ we are more than conquerors. In Christ we are victorious. Not in Jesus, but in Christ. Jesus is the man. Christ is the God-man. Christ is the anointing. Christ is the Messiah. Jesus Christ ascended and dropped His Spirit. And now the Holy Spirit has flew on us and we can walk in Christ Jesus. You want power? Walk in Christ. You want power in this thing? You're saved by Jesus, but I'm telling you, if you want power, you're in Christ Jesus. That's where it comes from. It comes from no other way. No other way. And Paul says, Paul and Timothy may be servants of Jesus Christ because we're spreading the gospel. 
But the way that it spread, as miraculous as it spread, as fast as it's spreading, as fast as I'm talking to John, as fast as it's spreading, there's no other way but through an anointing. Amen. It ain't nothing I'm saying. I ain't looked at my notes. Everything I had to say today is on this piece of paper. You're hearing something different today. I'm hearing something different today. It's, it's the anointing. It's an anointing. And if you want your life changed, give it to Jesus. If you want to make a difference, give it to Christ. You can do this thing two or three ways. You can be saved and be satisfied and, and, and live defeated in Jesus Christ. You can be saved and want more and live victorious in Christ Jesus. I said there's a difference. And so many of the church is walking in their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And they're not effective because they're not walking in Christ Jesus. If you let Him that He is a new creation be in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. And the enemy twists this thing around and says Jesus Christ is enough. Amen. He's enough. He's enough because He knows that if you walk in Christ Jesus, then you step on the head of the enemy every time you take a step. And you're pulling them. He does, what He's saying to you? Ain't that what He's saying to you? He says some of them you got to love out of it. And some of them you got to help out of it. And some of them you got to just snatch out of it. You got to snatch them out of it. That's what you got to do. And you can't snatch them out of it in Jesus. You got to snatch them out of it in Christ. Because Jude in that same scripture says, when they disputed over the body of Moses, Michael had him, the devil had him, Michael had him, the devil had him, and they both turned and looked, and Jesus said, Let him go. And he snatched him back. And they disputed over the body. And Michael won because we have a Savior that stood up and said, Get your hands off of him. Get your hands off of him. And this wasn't when Jesus walked on the, on the world. This is when Jesus sat on the throne. Amen. This is when Jesus sat on the throne. And I'm going to tell you what. If he's not on the throne in your life, why would the enemy listen to you? Why would he listen to you? He wouldn't. There's no reason to. Because you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what power you have. You don't know what authority you have. You don't know what you're standing on. All you know is, is I'm a servant of God. No, you're a son and an heir, a joint heir with Christ. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. So today, we're just probably going to get in verse 1. Today. Come on. I'm tired of being afraid. Amen. I want to be Amen. Amen. I'm tired of being afraid. I'm so Amen. For who the Son sets free is free indeed. Huh? Perfect love casts out all fear. The Bible says He didn't come that you would be scared and afraid. Be you not afraid. Give it all to Jesus. Be you not afraid. Be you not afraid. For the Lord God wants to do mighty, marvelous things. He set you in this family and set you apart to do the wonderful things of this family. You are called to do these things. You are victorious in Christ Jesus. And you tell the enemy, you step on his head today and say, no more enemy, no more devil. I am in Christ Jesus. Amen. And the same Lord, that the Spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. Amen. 
That's what you have. You need not be afraid. He says these things are going to happen, but my goodness, you have overcome the world because He has overcome the world. And if He lives in you and He overcome the world, whom shall I fear? What shall man do to me? What shall man do to me? So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray that you have an anointing on your life that no man can take. And from this day forward, oh Lord, we just pray a, a calling on her life, an anointing on her life, a conviction on her life, a boldness on her life, and a confession that the gospel will be seen in her life, that the gospel will be portrayed in her life, and that power will be seen in her life, and she will tread on the heads of the enemy, she will tread on the heads of the serpent, and she will do and walk in all that God has called her to do. And Lord, you protect her from anywhere she don't need to be, anywhere she don't want to go, so she be effective in her ministry, open her hearts, open her hands, open her homes, and open her ears to hear that voice of the Lord. There's many voices out there. There's many voices out there. And I pray you hear only the voice of God. I pray that you recognize the voice of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. These women ministering. These women ministering. If you don't feel the Spirit right now, something's missing in your life. You have a lot. Something's missing. to go from this place to that place and Lord work and move on behalf of your children Lord we pray that he's going to be a mighty testimony for the word of God we pray that he's going to be a mighty healing for the word of God we pray that doctors are converted because of this we pray that nurses are converted on account of this Lord we pray that families are converted Lord and we pray that Mike comes back into his home and he stands up as a godly man of God and says as for me and my house as of this day because of the goodness of God we will serve the Lord all the days Lord we lift up Nancy to you Lord as she gets on board with him Lord we pray though that Mike comes home strengthen his lungs strengthen the airways strengthen the veins strengthen the arteries strengthen uh, the air pockets Lord that they would receive the nourishment that they need to flow through the bloodstream Lord to get out any infection any disease anything that would come against the child of God we come against it with the name of Jesus and we walk in it in the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit for today is the day if we will hear and hearken unto your voice that we do all things through Christ Jesus and today is the day that we believe that healing and salvation has come to this home and we ask it in Jesus holy and precious name Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
All things made by him, he made on your schedule. All things made for him. What does he want to do with you? That's right. You, that's on you. It's on you and him. He hears you. He hears you. Hey, what's she for? What's she for? Pray to God but you got to know what, I know what you want to do. That ain't what he's asking. That's not what he's asking. I want to do things too, but he never let me. He's saying he can't. I'm saying the question is not, I want, I want, I want. The question is, what do you want? What do you want, Lord? He's not asking you what you want. You need to ask him what he wants. And let him. When we speak to you, so Father God, we open the ears. We open the eyes and the hearts of Stephanie. And Lord, we come against any devil in hell that would tell her who she isn't. Because you've told her who she is. But she's your daughter. Saved by the grace of God in Jesus Christ. And now she wants to walk in Christ Jesus. So speak to her. Tell her. Tell her. Tell her what you want. Tell her what you want. Lord, she's just okay. Stephanie, tell him what you want. But you've got to respond to what he wants. Even if he don't respond to what you want. Absolutely. So Lord, we just come against any mind offering, any mouth offering, any heart offering, uh, any hand offering, uh, anything that would come against the purity that is found in this woman. We come against anything that would come against the spirit that is found in this woman. We come against it in the name of Jesus. So Lord, we just pray that you give her strength and confidence and boldness to humble herself under your mighty hand and say, Lord, what do you got for me? What do you want for me? Lord, because until you change me, I can't change. Until you make me, I can't do it. So Lord, help me in these areas. And we come against all the areas of the enemy because the enemy wants a foothold in your life. And in order for him not to have a foothold in your life, you've got to give every place to him. So, Lord, by the anointing and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we pray that you reform and remake Stephanie in the name of Jesus to what you would have. We are not transformed by this world, but we are conformed into the image and transformed into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he says, go and do as Christ would have you to do. Walking in love, walking in swellness, walking in the spirit, speaking in psalms, heavenly hymns, filling your heart with praise that you may do the good and acceptable will of God. In Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen. 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 Anybody else? Anybody else? <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen. 132 days ago, God put God gave me a bowl. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Fall for divorce. <laughs> Deep in addiction. And I'm just here today to say I'm glad that Jesus is the woman that I shaped for now and not the model. Amen. 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 
I seen myself and I seen my son. That's not who God had molded me to be. I didn't want my son growing up. He didn't like that either. Man, I just, there's so words can't explain the things that he has done and doing. It's just, there's, there's no words that I can say. I'm just happy to say that shape for God now. Not, not the bottom. Amen. Amen. He gives you the heart. He gives you the heart, not the words. You have love. He's in control. This man here didn't know him. He seen maybe one time. So then he walked. He is okay. He's clean. He's serving God. And through that part of the I think he's gone. They're
we're so proud of you, Kelly. We're so proud you're part of us, of God's church, not us, but God's church. Anybody else? Now as we get into verse 2, I'd like... <laughs> hey, listen, there's one more verse. There's one more verse to this, though, I do want to talk about. I thank God upon every remembrance of you. Listen, the, the enemy is going to be tempted to make you rehearse what you just left. He's going to, he's going to make you want to go out here and tell people what happened... And, and, and what you got delivered from uh, so many times that you're going to find yourself right back in it if you don't watch it. Yeah. So it's not remembering. Remember that. We're not remembering what used to be. We're not remembering what happened. We're not remembering how it used to be. We're not remembering how it used to hurt and how it used to do. and how uh, It stays here. It ended here. Amen. It ended here. Today, it ended here. You don't, you don't go out and say, uh, I would No. Too many testimonies are 16 years old. Update your resume. Amen. Update your resume today. And say, this is what the Lord's doing. This is what the Lord's doing. I'm walking through the news. This is what the Lord's doing. That's what this is all about. I, and you know what? It ain't about I remember what you and you and you and he's... And when you really look at this, Paul says, you know what? I've been here, done this, done this, done this. And I thank God upon every remembrance of you. Amen. Of you. Not how you touched my life. Not how you touched my life. Not how you've touched my life. When I feel how you've touched my life, I, like Paul, say, God, I just thank God about every remembrance of Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. We thank you. We thank you and we honor you, Lord, the greatest person, the greatest member, the greatest staff member of Pine Forest Baptist Church, the greatest worship leader, the greatest pastor, the greatest financial consultant, the greatest counselor, comforter, uh, chief, uh, everything, righteousness, the greatest... Uh, Forgiveness, the greatest of everything that we have, the greatest instrument, the greatest thing we have in this church, the number one asset is you, Lord Jesus, our King and your Holy Spirit. And we praise you, Father. We praise you, Son. And we praise you, Holy Spirit. And if we're not welcome here, may we never come back. But Lord, because you reside in the hearts of your people, uh, Lord, you are welcome here and we will serve you all the days of our life and walk in Christ Jesus. We ask these things in your name.